0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is believe. All right, what is going on, people? You know that sounded is the unfiltered band. Means that's another episode of unfiltered coming your way here and now. This one officially will go down in the books. As episode number 150, are we up to 159 already? 159 is the 14th installment in my light pod series. This one is called Worth the Wait, W-E-I-G-H-T. Always worth the W-A-I-T for the Unfiltered Band. And thank you, Unfiltered Band, as always. Thank you to wherever you might be for joining me here and being part of the Unfiltered Revolution. Get on board at Casey Stern on Twitter. Jump in uh, the Twitter sphere and get on the bio, and jump on the uh, YouTube channel, which you can uh, find there. Subscribe, like all the videos, and get on board with us and and hang out uh, with all the conversation about sports and life and top culture and, and many other things here. Over now, what'll be one hundred and fifty nine? Did I say one hundred fifty nine? My goodness, one hundred and fifty nine episodes uh, episode 160 also coming out by the way later today on an mlb reset side of things so you can get that as well and get set for the mlb season with me top 10 questions going into the year still to come and other things this week including lebron when he breaks the record and we'll also get into a full-blown preview of the ufc pay-per-view coming up on saturday that coming up later this week as well i uh, wanted to uh, jump back into the life pod series and we'll do that here in a second i give you the spiel i give at the beginning of all of these There are a lot of people that want to just get involved in sports. I totally understand that. And I am uh, all about living the life of the SPORTS. That's that's who I am. That's what I'm about. And if you want to be about that life with me, you can be that on this ride for about 90, 95% of it. But I believe life is about more than sports. I've lived a lot of life experience that I'm continuing to learn from, and I'm learning from sharing the stories with you, and I try and impart the same kind of things as well. So maybe you can learn from my experiences, uh, successes as well as the mistakes, how not to make them, what you learn from them, and all of those things, including just being vulnerable with each other, as I'll do in in certain ways more today in this episode than I've ever done in 159 about something that uh, puts me in that vulnerability more so than probably any of the other Life Pod series that I brought up to this point. Before we get to that, we know at any point we are always to the point about being presented by Bet Online. Bet Online you know, remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. They got everything from NFL playoffs to pro and college basketball, UFC, MMA, and more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or any game imaginable, BetOnline really truly is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite leagues and events. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus for your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE. It's B-L-E-A-V to receive your rewards. It's BetOnline.ag. Where the game starts, betonline.ag, where the game starts, as we get started here. Uh, Just lastly, before we get started on this, I want to uh, put out there that if you are a, we'll be talking in part about uh, mental and physical fitness today. Uh, If you are part of LA Fitness, uh, you should uh, head down tonight, if you can, as I do this on a Tuesday to the L.A. Fitness on uh, Windward Parkway in Alpharetta, if you're local in Georgia. I will be uh, hosting uh, an event there tonight beginning at 530 Eastern Time on behalf of Rock and Roll Sushi uh, as we uh, branch out uh, into the neighborhood here with our uh, new restaurant and get uh, the word of mouth out there. Also be uh, out there serving and uh, what I call, quote unquote, performing, but uh, basically giving you food and drink and all that kind of stuff, uh, this afternoon, you can catch me tonight, tomorrow, tomorrow night, and almost all the time over at the restaurant. So definitely come on down and say hello. But if you are a part of LA fitness and you want to jump in and uh, be part of our event, get some free food, have some fun tonight, 530 Eastern time, Alpharetta, Georgia. I will see you there. Uh, rock and roll sushi, donning the shirt for the video people. Um, let me tell you, why I wanted to get into this today, I've I've touched on this before in these life pods, and, and I really have not gone too far in depth. I went into this in depth, you know, sort of somewhat therapeutic, uh, therapeutically in a chapter of a book that I wrote years ago, which is 350 some odd pages, which um, I have kind of put away and, and will probably just keep to uh, and for myself for a number of reasons. But one of the things that I I wanted to always do in my life was to share the hardest points in my life. Why? Because I feel like people who are in the public eye in any respect, they don't do that enough. They don't show you how they're real people. We don't learn until it's too late. We learn from, you know, tragedies. We we learn when we didn't realize you, you know how to and how much we should have um, you know, kind of understood them beyond what they were in terms of whether it's an actor, or entertainer, or somebody in sports or whatever you might do for a living if you're in public in any way, which clearly I'm not as much nearly now, but I was going back in, in 2017, you know, 18, 19, and uh, part of 20. For me, I have struggled with my weight and self-esteem relating to my weight since I was about six, seven years old. I was... Somebody who, as a kid, had a really, really hard time avoiding it because I was, within my own family, uh, somebody who was nicknamed Chubbs because I was a chubby kid. And I found it hard when I realized, you know, my height never bothered me, but when I realized that I I was short never going to be the tallest and... You know, I started to try and attach myself to something that can make me feel positive. I had a really hard time because I always felt like I was being put down about my weight. And it created a complex that has lived with me for my whole life. And and to this day, even this morning, as I bring this up and why I was going to do this, I've been teetering around, you know, several different life pod ideas, some which I haven't done yet. And this is kind of always been. You know, at the forefront of things I wanted to talk about, but because I, I went through this literally this morning, I wanted to be uber vulnerable and discuss this with you uh, because that's how I believe that like I'm going to till the, till the day I go out, whenever my, my candle burns out, I'm going to be here on filter doing things that, that people wouldn't do. I'm going to be telling you things about myself that people wouldn't say. I'm going to be sitting there and being vulnerable in ways people wouldn't be because we in a world where 97% of the people are full of shit and fake. And I have lived that in my life in a way that I wouldn't wish upon. I don't have, you know, I have enemies in terms of people who hate me and try and ruin my life. I don't feel that way about anybody. Um, So I I don't like saying, you know, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy because I don't have any, because I don't view people that way. That's not how I'm, that's not how I'm built. It's not. And part of it, I want to say, it's not how I was brought up. Part of it is is built that way because of how I was brought up, but it's not how I'm built. It's not. So I don't wish it on anybody, but you wouldn't wish it on anybody either. You know, I have dealt with levels of of unconscionable betrayal and lies and and fake that you would literally never be able to process like I still am never able to process and won't. I may mean, have given up on processing it, but it's not possible to understand. It's not you you live with it, you die with it. But one of the things that has happened to me in in my life is that I have, not had enough influences that I could look towards in my own personal life. And, you know, I, I found myself kind of looking to, to attach on to other people's stories and vibes and to try and get an idea about how people overcome certain things. And I have had a weight issue and an issue with my self-esteem and, and what I look like since I'm six years old. I remember times when I was a kid, when I was afraid to be at the pool. I remember times when I was a kid, when I was ashamed to play shirts and skins, when they used to say that playing basketball, for those who have never done that, I played a lot of hoops my whole life, is, you know, sometimes to separate teams because, you know, who's Tommy, this gun, you just meet. Sometimes you're running on a court, and I always wanted to do that, and I remember when I was trying to lose weight in my teens, I'd go out to a court, and if they would play shirts and skins, if I would get to a court, and I saw that they were playing shirts and skins, I would leave the court, and I would not play. If I drove there, I would drive home if i went there with friends i would make up a story and say i couldn't play i couldn't allow anybody to know it was that i wasn't going to take my shirt off that's the truth i don't think i've ever ever i don't think i've ever told anyone that I'm looking at I look at a screen where we film this here and I do this on restream uh my laptop uh with thank you restream for uh supporting and being part of uh, the unfiltered life here but I, I look at it and it you know it, and I wish it wasn't this way because I could only see I could see all the buttons and things I could push for the you know the unfiltered band and you know, the recording time make sure everything is going right and if I want to share any video and I, I was looking at myself saying that and I realized that's the first time I've ever I've never told anyone that I've never told a parent. I've never told uh, somebody who was in a relationship. I don't think I've ever said that to anybody, and that's true. If they were playing shirts and skins, I wouldn't play because I was too afraid I'd be on the wrong side. I grew up afraid of who I was. I grew up afraid of what I look like. I grew up afraid of everything when it came to my weight, everything. And all that got stuck with me in my life was – that I was, you know, called by a nickname where, you know, I basically was chubby, and that's who I was going to be, and I was going to just be some short, chubby dude who made everyone laugh, and and I was never going to get the girl, I was never going to get the attention, I was just never going to be that person. That's how I grew up, and I lived that life uh, really through a majority of my high school days. I've I've told this story, I think, once before in a life pod a long, long time ago but I, you go quickly on it. But I, I remember on August 15th, 1996, I remember the day it was, um, one of the more important days in my whole life in <clears throat> August 15th, 1996, I had, you know, I, I had a high school crush, um, really liked a girl and a girl that I ended up dating and, um, going out with for about three years eventually. But I really like a girl who, uh, like every other girl that I liked at that time, i was really like the greatest friend you could ever have and i was in the friend zone and that's kind of where i lived i mean i had a house in the friend zone people i was i was building up shop in the friend zone i was selling real estate in the friend zone i'd be in the friend zone that's the zone i was in you in the zone i in the friend zone and we were out with a bunch of friends who had a pool and even friends of mine but you know this is I became, you know, the butt of jokes in a lot of different ways, even though and because of my personality, I just kind of ate it and lived with it. And it's how I became an, and continued to you know, drive towards this life of being a pushover where, you know, I went through times over the last few years where I had a couple of separate situations where two separate people literally just, I mean, it would be like if you took the dog out and put somebody's face underneath it when they're about to poop. And I lived that life for years, years and didn't do anything because i i hadn't built enough self-esteem and confidence to to stand up for myself i didn't think i was worth more than that so i just allowed it to happen but that was ingrained in me from my high school days and all of the just uh, traumatic events of being at parties and being rejected and all these different things that occurred in my life and But I was always the guy who would make everyone laugh. So then I would, like, make myself laugh, and I'd make jokes out of it, and I'd go play a PlayStation or a video game or something, and I'd I'd get out of my own head. Video games were, until 18 months ago, one of the greatest escapes and a very positive thing for my life because they allowed me to center, and then somebody took that away from me, too. But I ended up in a place where I was in high school at a party, and I was so humiliated when they were guys doing like laps and back and forth in the pool we were playing volleyball we was at a friend's house it wasn't this is not an olympic-sized swimming pool but a big big pool nice pool um and they said that i couldn't swim a lap back and forth you know without stopping and they were right i couldn't and i was getting made fun of and to them it probably didn't mean anything and i don't think they were meeting to offend me or to hurt my feelings But it really hurt my feelings. It made me feel awful. I remember feeling so, so embarrassed. I was so embarrassed. And I said that day, I told the people that were at this pool, I said, by the end of the summer, that I was going to do 100 laps, 50 back and forth, without stopping. It didn't matter how fast, but I was going to come back before the end of the summer and I was going to do it. From August fifteenth, nineteen 1996, and it took until the end of September, I think it was, I lost 36 pounds. I swam laps every day. I ran every day. I did push-ups. I spent every waking moment literally thinking about the moment where I would feel good about myself did it for all the wrong reasons to prove to other people. But I was so ingrained and so force fed in my own brain that there was no way I was going to possibly feel good about myself unless I did this. And I did it and I lost 36 pounds and I got the girl who I would joke with for years, uh, to her, you know, I should have never dated, never would have been interested in me because she wasn't when, you know, I was chubby, which is true, which is true. I got over that, but it's true. I lost 36 pounds. I remember it because it was one of the first times in my life. I was 18. I was 18 years old. It was one of the first times in my life. I was proud of myself. I was 18. That's real life when you live with low self-esteem and you're insecure and that builds and builds and builds as a kid and you're only, you know, value to people if you're pleasing them in some way. And I, and I, you know, I mean, literally in the most G rated in my, you know, like, you know, comedically, right. Or, you know, being their friend or being their psychologist or being their ear, like that movie, just friends, which is a really funny movie. Yeah. I, I've always, that always resonates with me. Like I, 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 I get that. Like, I I understand that. What you look like and what you project and how you feel and the confidence that you project and the confidence you feel, that is how people then view you. And I wasn't just somebody who, you know, I wouldn't say I was fat, who was chubby or overweight or whatever, and also not tall. But I was somebody who had no confidence in himself and hated myself. And therefore, I felt terrible about myself. And that's what I promoted. A need to be desperate and to make other people happy, to make other people laugh but i was never confident enough to hold my own and to, and to stand there and be proud of myself because i wasn't proud of myself because i wasn't proud of myself when you live with low self esteem it's not easy i say that because a lot of you who are going to listen to this and I, and i hope if you if you are not in this category and you know somebody who is i hope you share it with them i mean this Because I I hope it resonates with them and please share with me, you know, privately on DMs on Twitter or comment and connect with me. And and I've already had people, you know, do that on on other stories and and, you know, feel free to, like, you know, ask out. I I am I will keep in touch with you and I I will, you know, sit there and we'll share back and forth. I mean, that's what this is about. But I I hope that people who have lived this. And know this feeling and how hard it is for me to even describe it because I understand this feeling. Know what that's like. Know how hard that is. It's what helps build the anxiety that I ended up feeling in my early 20s and then eventually got diagnosed with. It was that low self-esteem. I I never felt good enough about myself. Now, when I got into this business and, and I started working in the industry, it was a weird dichotomy because the more I worked and the more I, I accomplished, the, the better I felt. The better I felt about how I was presenting myself because I knew I was confident with this microphone in my face. But when the microphone wasn't in my face, I was the same scared kid. That same chubbs, low self-esteem, no idea how to be confident in myself. People who, do, who I've opened up to about this in my life are a very small handful of humans until I decided to just be honest and try and help people do it vulnerably publicly. They'd be as amazed before I talked to them about it as a lot of you might be if you saw me. Like tonight, if you see me at this event and what what I'm like. But to me, I'm there representing a place I'm trying to work. I'm trying to fight for, for dreams and passion and do what I need to do for my kids. And all those things drive me. And then there I am with that confidence of that. But I'm no different. I'm just working on it every day. And I'm recognizing it every day. And I'm conscious every day. And over the years, I taught myself and learned how to get better with it. But one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this today and why I think this is important is because there are going to be a lot of people who listen to this and have low self-esteem issues over the course of their life. But what happens to those people is they're able to overcome them. They lose weight. And then the people around you think they go away. They never go away. You can control them. You can thrive above them. You can let them not control you. And all of those things on a daily basis, I've done now God willing, thankfully, for 15, 20 years. But they never go away. They never go away. Today, on February 7th, I woke up and immediately when I looked at this calendar on this date, I was taken back to the fact that I can tell you that honestly, a year ago to the date, probably as big as as an example of my low self-esteem in my life as I've ever had. Of just how... Stupid and foolish you can become when you don't feel confident about who you are, how dumb you can become when you don't realize that, no, there are going to be in your life bad people. There are going to be in your lives, whether you're young or old, male, female dating, life, family, it could be your sister, brother, father, mother, it could be a a, a husband, wife, a fiance, it could be anything. You're going to have a situation in your life where somebody you trust more than anything in your life and you hand all your vulnerabilities to is going to literally flush them down the toilet, laugh in your face, and leave you there, whether it's without a job, Whether it's without somebody there with you, whether it's without a family to support you, whatever your situation may be, and you're all going to go through it different. But it's going to happen to you, and I hope nowhere near what I had to deal with, but it's going to happen to you. And then it's, how are you supposed to not sink all the way down to all of these things? I dealt with something in my life where... One of the things I could tell you that many of you probably feel and are going to be nodding as you're driving and you're listening to this. If you truly have have lived with low self-esteem and you know what it's when I say worth the weight, what it's like to not feel worth because of your weight when you are in that space and then it permeates into everything else. One thing you understand that I can tell you, I understand. I put my fourth shirt on today when I got dressed. Because of one thought I had of what it was in the calendar, and it took me back to the fact of when I was like that seven-year-old on that diving board, right? Like, I know what that feeling is like. You're going to try and be honest with people around you, and they're never going to get it. That's one thing I've learned. Even the nicest people are going to try and get it, and then some people are not even going to care, and they're just going to nod to you, but no one is going to get it. I got put down, demeaned, and treated horribly for about a year's worth of time for not wanting to take pictures of myself with other people who were close to me. And I explained time and time again, I don't even know how many times, as best as I could as you will to your family and friends, what it is like to live in skin that you have always looked at in the mirror and said, I can't be good enough because I don't look good enough. And you try and explain it to those people, and they you think they get it. Did They understand And Trust me, I lived that life. Then you're sitting there and you're saying to yourself, well, geez, I don't have to worry because they know. Like, now I told them. And they don't realize how hard it is for you. That moment they didn't give a shit about, that you sat there and told them everything you felt about. These kind of things inside that they literally didn't prove to you they didn't listen about until months or years later it could be in your life because it's going to happen. You're going to be like, well, wait a minute. I told you that. How could you do this, right? They're never going to understand. They're never going to understand. They're never going to understand that you can't look at pictures of yourself. They're never gonna understand that I can go through with you right now. My phone. I'm curious. I'm gonna do it on the fly. Let's see what the total is. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this to you literally while it's live. Let's see albums. Albums. I have 44 total photos in my phone. Every single one is of my kids. 44 total. Had this phone like two years. They're never going to understand. They don't understand. They're not going to understand that I can tell you, and I've admitted this to myself, I still have a Twitter photo that I have now if you go on my profile. That Twitter photo was at the lowest of my low, When not in terms of self-esteem, but I had lost 53 pounds when I took that photo. In the worst time of my life, I had said to myself, I am not going to let this happen to me again. And do you know what I thought immediately? It's because of what I look like. It's because I was literally called at 40 some odd years old, a fat slob by the person who meant the most to me. So I went and I lost 53 pounds. I have not changed that Twitter photo since. But as I've said before, that's part of, me showing how much I've grown because I would have changed it 18 times since. I've gained a lot of that weight back for some good reasons and some bad. Being fair, as some of you will understand in your life, and I've lived in my life, you're going to realize that it is expensive to lose weight. I ended up no longer having a home where I could play basketball, and that was taken from me. And then... You know, I, I couldn't afford a gym, and it cheap food is usually not healthy for you. You take all of that and things that have gone out of my life, and I've probably gained about 30 of it back. And immediately this morning, when I thought back to a year ago where I was and why I was and how foolish I was to be as dumb as I was, as we've all had those moments we look back to in life. Where, you know, there's that song, Looking for Love in All the Wrong Places. The people who live this life of of wanting to people-pleasing me in pushovers, you think you have love, and you realize you don't. It's <laughs> not about looking for it in the wrong places. You're dumb enough to think you got it, and you don't. And why you don't see that is because you don't have it for yourself. Why I didn't see that and didn't realize for a long time that I was you know, literally navigating my life through somebody who didn't care about me at all, even at all, was because I didn't care about myself enough to notice. That's what happens. You lose your ability to look in the mirror and realize who you are. So here are some of the things that I've done to get myself to a place where, while this is every day, something that I still go through, and I brought this up today specifically Because I wanted to be vulnerable enough to tell you that this happened to me today. This is the fourth shirt combo I put on. I adjusted the camera so you can only see above my shoulders. You're going to have these days your whole life. The key is to remember, in a day-to-day basis and overall, that you are worth it beyond your weight. Yes, it feels better to be healthy. Yes, it feels better to be in shape. Yes, if you're a smoker, I could tell you after 26 years and finally quitting, now that it, that I could tell you I, I know what it's like to feel effects of quitting, I, I wish I had realized this a while ago. I wish somebody could have given me the feeling of what it was going to feel like in my body to quit. I was somebody who had a hard time sleeping for a long time and then wake up very tired. I didn't realize how much of that was related to my smoking. Now I, I get out, you know, I don't even you know have the kids – This week, and I'm up at 6 o'clock in the morning, and I can't go back to bed, and my coffee intake and energy drink intake is so much lower than it used to be, I didn't realize how much of that was related to my self-esteem and my smoking, which were kind of parallel with each other. But now I'm at a point where I actually use coffee in a carafe. I don't even use espresso. I go to Starbucks. And I'm, I'm sitting there and, look, I did a double the other day at the restaurant. I had an energy drink. I had no choice because it was 11 hours for me, and I, I feel like, you know, old AF, as the kids say, after all that. But I, I used to drink two, three energy drinks a day. Now I drink two, three a week. So there are things you could do to change your life and to feel better and to feel healthier. And there are times where you're going to realize if your weight fluctuates like me that you got to keep yourself in check. And I'm still working on that. And I want you to share with me some of the ways that you do that. I'd love to hear because I I need to help, too, on that. But one of the things I realized is my weight and my worth were not connected. And it took me a long time to realize that. And I felt that every day, and I never really talked about it with people who were around me because I was embarrassed. And I felt like how you know how conceited or how egotistical am I that somehow like I'm on an everyday basis I don't have a scale in my house, I haven't had one in years, and I can tell you that literally I, I I know my weight. Like I was so like obsessed with my own weight that I knew what my weight was, even with. like I could look at it and be like, I gained three pounds. I lost three pounds. Like, that's how I was. So when I put everything into, when I was at the lowest of the low, and I got you know basically hung out to dry and abandoned by everybody in my life in a situation, in a time period where I couldn't be that way, and I couldn't understand that way, and I would never do that to anybody in that way, but I got to figure it out. I basically went to the one thing that I could do superficially to make me feel better, and I lost 53 pounds. And I got to tell you, it made me feel better. I got to tell you it made me confident. I got to tell you it made me feel all that. I look good. And you know what that did for me? Nothing. Because then once that's done, you realize that it's the inside you got to fix. So what I'm here to tell you is if you're sitting there thinking I'm not worth it because of the weight, you are worth it. Damn it, you're worth it. But it's not about your weight. It's about the weight you're putting on your own shoulders to think that's what you need to do. To look in your mirror and to feel better is going to make you feel better and make others see you differently. Do it for you. Get in shape for you. Feel better and live healthier lives for you. But you are worth it regardless of your weight. You are regardless of your weight on your shoulders or the weight on a scale. You are worth it because you're a human being. Because you're trying, because you've got things to give to the world, to your family, and to your friends, and to people you meet. And that is what you need to tell yourself every day, not how to lower yourself on a scale. Do that as part of your life trying to change and move forward. And let me tell you, it ain't easy because I'm still on a daily basis going to have these reminders. But on the 6th and 7th of February, two calendar reminders that I could promise you, I wish. I could just take my word for it. Just the sounds of those dates alone could put you all back in it if you were living my life. And immediately what you realize when you go through self-esteem is that's where you go. How do I look? How do I look? How do I look? Do I look good enough? Can somebody pay attention to me because of my looks today? Is somebody going to be attracted to me because of my looks today? Am I going to feel all that and that confidence because I get flirted with today? That's how I live my life in those situations when I was there. That's how I live my life. Like my whole life, That's, that was my, that became like, my whole life in those spots. And I don't care about that part of my family show. I care about that shit anymore at all, like at all. Like I can tell you honestly, like I may be alone my, the rest of my life. Like I, I don't even, I don't know what situation is going to, you know, take place for me because of all I've been through where I'm going to say, hey, here I am again. Because everyone has been here I am. It got in the wrong direction. But what I never could do was to be okay with that just as I am without somebody else placating me, making me feel better, making me feel attractive, making me feel worthy, making me feel wanted, making me feel useful, making me feel like a savior. I didn't know how to do that on my own. And damn it, now I do. And that's the difference that when these moments happen, you could stand up there in that mirror and say, okay, like I did today. And I walked downstairs and I wrote myself a note and I said, you know what? Because i got a couple of doubles. I'm working crazy hours right now trying to do to, to everything I damn can for my kids and to fight for this dream that this candle that was blown out. And I'm going to take the time the next time I get time. I just wrote down, go for a run. I'm just going to go for a run, listen to music or something for an hour. And I'm going to accomplish that this week. I'm not trying to lose 53 pounds. I'm not trying to do anything for you, no matter who you are. I'm doing it for me now. Everything I did in my life was for everybody else, and I'll always do that for my kids. But I'm doing it for me now. And that is the message you tell yourself, and that is the message you receive from yourself, that you are worth it regardless of your weight. I became somebody... Who could not take a picture of themselves? I became somebody who could not take my I've said this before, and look, I'll be honest with you, it felt good it, you know all the I needed all those uh, you know superficial things in my life at the time, but you know i i last summer this past summer was the first time I took my shirt off at a beach or a pool, and I did both in fifteen years. my whole time I was married I don't think I did it once maybe maybe one time maybe maybe one time and only if it was like nobody at a pool or something or I had to like in a pool what I would do is I would do the move where I couldn't be with the shirt in the pool I would always go to the shirt with the beach and go in the water and I'd act like accidentally I ended up in the water when I wasn't supposed to be but shirt would be on and never walk around and play football do all those things with friends and never walk around without a shirt and in a pool I make sure I got to have the lounge chair that's next to the pool and I'm taking that thing off at the last second so I can then keep my head under, I'd look around and I would stay in a pool an extra 10 minutes if necessary until the one moment where I thought I could get that shirt without you noticing. That's the life I live. That's the life I live with people around me who I told those things to who didn't give a shit. That's the life I lived and I couldn't explain to people who wouldn't care what that's like and to feel like in that moment. And that is what I shed, not weight, but that, that feeling. Because I don't care what you think about me right now. I care what I think about me right now. That's the message. So work at it every day. Keep on it every day. But if you're down, you need a moment, you need to share. Understand that even people like me who could sit here and say, yeah, part of why I talk about this is because of what I've learned and what I've grown from. But I'm in it every day. It happened to me this morning. It happened to me this morning, this morning, today. It's not going to go away, but neither are you. You're going to stand up and be accounted for. You're going to be who you are, and you're going to learn to do what we all say but never do. I don't know how many times I told somebody, a friend at a bar when talking about a situation, or somebody I was with. When I realized that I was being put down and treated horribly. I don't know how many times as a kid. I don't know how many times in my life. I said to myself. I don't need you. I'm better off. I'm too good for this. I'm better than this. Pop. I would say possibly hundreds of thousands of times. And every time I knew it, on the outside, I knew, yeah, I was too good for this. Nobody should be you know treated horrifically. nobody should be emotionally abused, physically abused, nobody should be, you know, treated like garbage. Nobody should I, I mean, I've, I've dealt with all of those things in my life. Nobody should be treated poorly. So I knew it, but there wasn't one time in those hundreds of thousands. That I truly believed it. Not once. There wasn't one time that I believed, I'm better off. I'll be fine. I don't need you. There wasn't. Because people who are built like us, if you're like me, what we needed was them to understand. What we needed was them to fix it. What we needed was them to not treat us that way. What we needed was them to tell us, you're right. You're right. You're worth more than this. I'm sorry. And we didn't get it. We weren't good enough because we didn't know we were good enough without him. We were back to that basketball quarter, whatever it is for you. Every time I said that my whole life, I lied every single time to myself and to those people. I knew. I knew I I didn't feel good enough to believe that. And, And at times in my life, it ruined times of my life. But it's the greatest thing that ever happened to me. Because today I sit in front of you with nothing and with everything. I have nothing and I have everything. From everything I was in 2019 and 20, I'm at the bottom. In an industry that I had soared, that I created, in a business that I created a niche for myself, and busted my ass and worked my ass off and grew to all that stuff. Right now, back to where it was 20-some odd years ago. And there ain't nobody going to care. Financially, where I was, what I had done, the things I could do with my life, could no longer do any of them. But I had everything and was nothing. I had everything and still got treated like garbage. Still felt like garbage because... To take all that and do nothing, you must feel like garbage. To take all that and be saying sorry to the people who do it to you because you're so desperately begging and holding on to them needing to make you feel better, you have nothing. But now I have nothing, and I have everything. got three beautiful children. I've got a new lease on life. I've got my sense of humor back. I have no hair, mind you, if you're watching on video. That's another thing I lost. It's amazing. In a year and a half, I literally like now I'm starting to go bald. I all my hair went gray. I lost the amount of stress I went to in, in, in that in the situation that I was put in in a year and a half, I lost like half my hair. Like like so, we, the nothing list has a lot on it, but I but I got I got everything I need. Got everything I need. Got everything I need. Last night I worked pretty late. And I was exhausted. I'll tell you this quick story in the end. Because for people who live this life, you're going to understand this is something you just would never do, right? Now, this is just kind of the real life I was living before all of this. On the microphone, everything I was, I wasn't off of it, you know? I was, you know, the one thing I could tell you that I always knew was, which is, it is what it is. But I, I got a huge heart. I love people. I love I love to make people feel better. I, I love to share. Like, I think about the times of my life that are the most special to me, and, you know, I could sit with somebody that I, I care about just talking about, you know, some music or some song that meant something to me, and that 45 minutes more meaningful in my life than, than anything would be in a lot of people who care about things that are way more superficial than I care about. So I I felt so many of the right things but I was just getting treated so so badly because my confidence level was low. As soon as people realized that my confidence level was low, they would just treat me badly. Um it was it was it was rough. But I got to a point where because of that, I didn't want to converse with people. I didn't want to talk to anybody. And last night I had worked like 11 hours and I was exhausted and right across the street-ish from where i am like super close there's a restaurant nice restaurant that has a little bar and you know i knew they were about to close and i went in last night and there were like maybe like four or five people in there and i went in by myself not to meet anyone or to you know it i just wanted to sit and have a cold beer and I ended up getting into a conversation for, I don't know, it was maybe like 35, 40 minutes with these three or four people and the two bartenders just talking about all kinds of stuff, where we were from, what we were doing. I still have my rock and roll sushi shirt on, so yeah, I'm just, just a waiter that, that's coming off of work. I was so proud of myself because those are the moments that people won't understand who don't care about you. Those are the moments that I guarantee you a lot of people who are athletes, a lot of people with microphones like I have, feel when they're not on their stage, on their field, on their court, on their ice, or with a mic like I am. And they just they can't say it because you'll think less of them. You might think, like, why is this guy telling me this? Let me tell you something. There are a lot of athletes who feel this way. They can't tell you because they're afraid it'll hurt their Q rating. Because they're right, by the way. It will. That's how shitty this world is. It will. So they don't say it. I just don't care. But that's that's just what that's they won't say it to you. They can't be real people. They got to be superheroes. I'm no hero. I'm a I'm a I'm a damn good father and a loving person. I got a huge heart and I'm pretty darn good at what I do for a living. I love sports. I'm no I'm no no hero. I'm allowed to be vulnerable. I'm allowed to be a human being. And I had what a lot of people would have who live my life where like, I don't want to talk to anybody, meet new people. Like it's just not my, it's not my thing. Closed off to the world. That's how I'm going to be. And it felt good. And you can do that too. If you are feeling a sort of way, if you've had people put you down, if you've had people who you've been vulnerable with literally not care or lie and say they did, there are people who you are going to live your life, And they are literally going to impact it in a negative way beyond whether they're bullying you or abusing you emotionally, physically, putting you down, whatever it may be. And the saddest part for people like you and me is we can't understand how can they live a fairy tale when they put you in a nightmare? How could they put you down and then move on? As Sam Smith, right, was it? How do you sleep? It's a question I never understood. I can't sleep. I had an argument with someone. I can't sleep. But people like you and me, if you're that way, and your self-esteem has been so predicated on making other people feel good, you're going to be like me and feel everything. And you're never going to understand people who could just... It's one thing about moving on, but literally just different people who just step on your face and then just move move on. It's about getting up off that mat and realizing that it's not about... Don't let them win. I hate that. I think that's terrible. They already won. I had so many people say to me, you're letting them win. Don't let them win. It's not about winning. No one wins. When someone is so sad and so miserable, they treat other people badly, or if somebody bullies someone or, or you know, hurts them physically or emotionally, they don't feel good. They're not winning anyway. And they didn't beat you. There's no game. It's not about letting them win. It's how do I win? Not against them, but against myself. Be better than yesterday. Be more than I was yesterday. Be better tomorrow than I was yesterday. It's a daily work in progress for everyone. But don't be afraid to tell that to the people you love. There's one piece of advice I can tell you. The mistake I made was I told the wrong people. A lot of you are going to be luckier than I am, and you've got the right people there. You've got people who, if you tell that you're vulnerable, are going to sit with you and care. They're going to care. Most of you, and God bless you, are blessed to have those people in your life. Tell them. Tell them. Tell them. Share with them. Be vulnerable with them. Let them know that you feel those feelings. And every day, be conscious of the fact that you are worth it Regardless of what your weight is, regardless of what the weight of the world may be, regardless of the weight of your anxiety, whether it's because you have a a weight issue, a speech impediment or a hundred thousand things that could be in between. It does not matter. Your value is there and your value needs to be seen by the people around you and by even the people who don't know you yet. So keep plugging away with it. Share any stories that you'd like. I'm I'm grateful when you do. We'll share back and forth. And we'll continue to live this this unfiltered life in this 97% world of fake here in 2023. And we'll realize that, hey, look, it's okay, whether you got a microphone or not, to not feel great about everything every day. That doesn't make you some lunatic or some zero. That doesn't make you somebody who's not worth it. That makes you somebody who's worth it more than them because you can be honest and open about where you need to change and grow, accountable for things you need to handle and do in your life. But you are worth it. You are worth more than that weight. We at Unfiltered is always brought to you by our good friends at Online. Thank you for listening to Believe.